You're listening to the Thoroughbred Podcast, an elite business leadership podcast. Welcome to the Thoroughbred Podcast. I am John Wentworth, and we are having a rocking show today. First, I want to thank everybody for for liking, uh, sharing, joining, whatever the hell you do to follow us on the Thoroughbred Podcast, an elite business leadership podcast. And uh, we're in our new studio, which is awesome. One of our very first guests in the new studio, Mr. Jason Will. Welcome, Jason. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Heck yeah, brother. I love this. I love the fact that we can just dive right in, no bullshit, no holes barred, and talk about real estate, talk about leadership, um, because it's all simple and easy, right? Oh, it's so easy. (laughs) All right, well, just send me over the game plan, and I'll let you go. I wish. Yeah, uh, make a real estate team in a box. Exactly. So, look, guys, we've got Jason Will from Fairhope, Alabama, uh, a tremendous leader, uh, someone that leads very uh, eloquently. He leads a lot uh, in the way that that I do, and and it seems maybe that's why we're drawn to each other. You know, I always say, Jason, it's interesting. We go to these great big events. There's thousands of people, and through all of those people, you, you kind of leave with three, four, five people that you're drawn to and close to. And so I'm just blessed to have uh, that friendship with you, and I thank you for that. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Tell us about uh, your business, and and let's get rocking. Okay. Well, first of all, we have our headquarters is in Fairhope, Alabama, as you mentioned. It's our flagship office. I went independent after being uh, fired by Keller Williams. Um, Oh, I know what that's like. Yeah. So got let go. I had a you know a uh, a disagreement in leadership style with uh, we had a new ownership group come in, and uh, so we didn't really see eye to eye. And it was really a blessing because they yeah. pushed me out of the nest, and we have just been able to impact so many more people and 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 build a, a business that's really growing not only across the state of Alabama, but we're starting to kind of ease into the the Florida Panhandle. But Florida is our fact. Yeah. So Florida is our flagship office. I'm sorry, Alabama, Fairfax, Alabama is our flagship office. We have, um, you know, about 75 associates in there. And then we have, you know, at our other offices, you know, 15, 20 associates and these small little independent brokerages. So you would call Fairhope your hub, if you will. It it definitely is our hub. Okay. So, um, and I'm in Birmingham, Alabama today, and I'm going to be teaching one of our power lunches at noon on content marketing. So I come up here to Birmingham about once a month and I'm in the other offices, you know, once every week. Yeah. This guy just goes, 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 goes. I mean, you are a a coach, a teacher at heart is what I've kind of learned is that with all of the things going on around you, you love to coach and to teach. I really do. I really like to do it, uh, over selling and, um, I am just now getting back into real estate sales. I'm, I'm leveraged enough where I can get back into it. And um, what I'm finding is just having, you know, my finger on the pulse of the market and just being in the day to day in the trenches day to day, it gives me a, so much more opportunity to uh, develop content really and sure. to showcase what I'm teaching. It's really important, I think, to to show these folks that you can walk the walk and not just talk the talk. So I just decided, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get back in and crush it. I know how to do it. And um, and a lot of these people are just kind of waiting on the sidelines. They're just so busy contemplating the ROI of everything. Oh, like, God. is there an ROI of Facebook Live? I know. You know it, it's just ridiculous. Yes, so, there is. Facebook is free, so there's an ROI. Right. <laughs> I mean... It, it's amazing. Uh, I was talking to a recruit the other day um, who said that he's camera shy and he's a really successful agent doing a big business. And just I'm, even you keep hearing those things even after. But isn't that really watch. just self-doubt creeping in on them? I mean, what the, what the hell 40 year old says I'm camera shy? That's really just I'm afraid to do it. Yes. Because, you, if you, I mean, uh, if you send him in front of his family photo, he's going to take his photo and smile big. But it's just he's worried about the leap of faith into doing it. And will I look silly if it doesn't work? Yeah, he's worried about the critics and the haters. And, and most realtors I know are trying to appeal to everybody. And my advice to them is stop trying to appeal to people that don't appeal to you in the first place. Yeah. 
know, we are not going to be able to be liked by everybody and we have to make peace with that. And, you know, realtors are a lot of realtors are narcissists uh, to begin with at heart. So, you know, um, they have a they have a problem with that, some self-esteem issues and just trying to be everything to everybody. Hey, but, but look, we're human, right? I mean, as human beings, we have self-esteem issues. And I think that the truth lies in when you learn and this is, you know, this again, this is off the cuff stuff. And I think that's what the, the beauty of our podcast is. I want to keep it just raw. Right. I mean, yeah, I have some things I want to talk to you about who you are as a person, but we all have insecurities. And the sooner you can get past that shit and just forget about it, the sooner you start to live inside of your own world instead of the world you think you need to create. That's when you can walk into a room and if your shoes are 20 years old, they think that the people that see your shoes and think they're fresh but you just don't care about your shoes and you stop caring about the things that don't really matter and you live pretty raw and it's a freedom. It's a free space. Well, you know, and I, I've come to learn, you know, I think, you know, I'm a, was born in the, in 76 and you know, the way I was raised, you don't show emotion, you don't show vulnerability, you lead by strength and example. And there's a lot of truth in that, but I think what I've come to realize you know, as uh, getting to middle age myself is that vulnerability is really the key to great leadership. And what people don't realize, especially when we take this to a content marketing perspective, is that the more vulnerable you are, you just do it scared, the more rapport, the more you're going to appeal to your audience, the more fans you're going to generate. Because we, like you said, we all have insecurities and it's the people who just say, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to do it. Those are the ones that are going to win the hearts and minds of the, their target audience. Well, and I think you're right. You know, you talk about, you know, especially men, right? Being raised on strength and you don't cry and you've got to be the leader of this and that and every other thing on, on the planet. And when there is a freedom in letting go of that stuff um, and just living raw and in the moment. And, and I think that people, they get paralyzed by all of these other things. And they, it stops themselves from being able to live in the moment. And we all have fears, you know, and I agree with you. I think the more vulnerable we are as human beings also is the more compassionate we come to others, we become to others. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, very true. And uh, I read a book that's powerful. I don't know if you've ever read it. It's called H3 Leadership. I, I've never read a book, let alone that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure you could probably get this one audible, but it was, you know, it's a Christian-based leadership book, and it talked about being vulnerable. There, you know, I've even got some mentors who have in the real estate industry who have said, "Listen, I'm this way at work, and I'm completely different at home. I, I'm not there. To, I'm not at work to make friends." And they have successful businesses. Um, I just, I've never been able to be two different people. I'm just, I'm just totally transparent to a fault, um, and, and and lead with my heart and emotions a lot more than I do with my head a lot of times. Well, I, I think uh, that maybe is that parallel with you and I and with, you know, Dustin Oldfather and with Todd Warda and these people that that are in our circle is that we all lead from our heart. Uh, yes, the numbers matter, but we 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 lead first and foremost from our heart. And I think in business as a whole, you've got to lead from your heart. If you lead by numbers, you're going to sooner or later fail and you're going to fail people in the meantime. And, and, and I think that that shines through with you. Uh, it shines through with your wife, Diana, is that you guys do lead from the heart and you are who you are. And that's probably the parallel that, you know, as I talk about when we draw into these, these you know, those group of 5,000 down to five. Right. I tell you one thing I've, I've got to learn uh, to, in terms of leadership and bettering my leadership skills is just how much recog like giving recognition. I've got my foot on the pedal so often. And, um, you know, if somebody does something great or gets a few pendings in a week, I'm like, yeah, that's what you should be doing. Right. Right. Um, but, but, but they need, they need constant recognition. Our team members for team builders, or people that are interested in building a real estate team, they've got to get that down because these people need constant recognition. Well, we all do, right? I mean, it's just like in our in our home lives. I mean, my wife needs recognition for certain things. I would certainly like some recognition for certain things. But I think the, the underlying um, point of that is that we all have different love languages. So I haven't read that book, but I've been told all about that. <laughs> And, you know, and, and, but it is true. I mean, you look at our whole team as a whole, whether it's agents or staff, 
they all have a different love language. Some like gifts, some like recognition. So, you know what I mean? And so I think really understanding your people is huge as well, and I know you guys do a great job of that. And I think the other thing that's beautiful about what you do from what I see is that you have a lot of people that you've delegated that to. So it's not just encumbered on you because there's so many, only so many hours in a day. You're right. We get running so fast, we forget to acknowledge, you know, that new agent that has three pending because that's a huge deal for a new agent to have three pending. Yeah. And that was a big thing, you know, just putting a plug in there for um, coaches having coaches and the, and the importance of leaders having mentors. But, you know, Coach Chiplack, John Chiplack, that was one of the first things that he hit me across the face with was acknowledgement. Yep. And are you acknowledging your people? And I started thinking about it. And, you know, we've got a, she started out as just an admin for my team. She's now the broker of one of our offices. I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, I never even, she, this woman, if she sees a piece of trash, she picks it up. She's wiping the toilet seat after all of us Neanderthals when we go in there and take a wee. Um, she's taking out the trash, washing dishes. She just, anything that needs to be done, she, she does it. And I was like, holy crap. I don't ever stop to say thank you. And the minute I did, after I got off a coaching call with Chip Black, it was just waterworks. Yeah. So that just was recognition to me or, you know, acknowledgement to me, reinforcement to me to how much she needed that. Well, and how much you needed coaching, right? I mean, that's the thing is that I get asked all the time, why in the world do you, why are you being coached? Do you sell 300 homes a year? I'm like, there's so much more to this than selling those 300 homes a year. And, you know, like we, like we led with, there isn't that playbook, just open it and go. But uh, because there's so many layers to everything that we're doing, but that's that self-recognition. And I think that's the beauty of, of, of life is when you can look at self and say, I need to be better. I need to make some changes. I need to, I, I, I need to get better rather than when things aren't going well, blaming everything around us. And so I applaud you for that because it's tough to do. You know, it's, it's, that's not an easy thing, but that goes back to that, uh, you know, being open and being vulnerable. Yeah. It's a, so it's the same thing. If, if anybody wants to build a real estate team, uh, build an independent real estate brokerage outside of a big box brand. I mean, these are the things that got to be prepared for, you know, because it really is, it's an, it's an, it's, it's an undertaking that requires a great deal of nurturing. And, uh, you know, you just can't push, push, push all the time. No, definitely not. So let's let's dive into real estate. I mean, really, that we're, that's our audience. You know, it's business leaders, but but we're specific on real estate today. So let's dive into that. Um, you know, there's so many different things happening in the market right now, right? I mean, a lot of independent growth, a lot of independent companies growing. Obviously, you were fired by uh, Keller. I was fired by Remax. Who knows why? I'm sure we can speculate. Um, at the end of the day, because we had already built this large team, we just kind of moved. And that was a blessing, mm -hmm. right, that, that we were in that position. But when you look at the market as a whole, you know, across the country, maybe only in your state, maybe only in your county, what are the biggest changes that you're seeing that are coming? Well, I mean, right now we're, we're probably a little bit slower than the rest of the country in terms of our inventory shortages. We've got We've got literally pockets right now that are just now forming into sellers' markets. So we still have segments of our marketplace or marketplaces because we're in a lot of different areas that are still in a buyer's market. And so you've got um, up here in Birmingham, it's a strong seller's market. Inventory is scarce. Things stay on the market. You know, if they're priced right in good condition, you know, a matter of hours or, right. or days. Um, and then we've got other areas of our state where, you know, it's you know you getting it sold in 90 days is a challenge wow so it's it's having it's being able to adapt to a lot of different um market conditions we have our market at least on the coast is very very unique because we have a rural market so we've got farmland and uh we've got small towns we have a beach a vacation market so we've got you know an area of the coast 32 miles of beach to have high-rise condos on it. <laughs> so you got farmland and beachfront. Yeah, and, <laughs> and everything in between. So, um, you know, we got historic homes. We just have, I mean, you really have to be well-versed and, uh, you know, just have a command of market knowledge yeah. in order to succeed, especially now that the internet leads because it's very hard if you're going to be in the internet lead generation business 
to be a specialist on one particular thing because these internet leads will drag you all over the place. Oh, no doubt. We talked about that about that the other day about these internet leads. And, you know, we've done really well on Zillow. And now Zillow's made a bunch of changes. And instead of kind of a, a lot of people are pushing away from that. And I'm diving deeper into it, like trying to understand how can I do it even better? How can I jump on board and continue to have, you know, our 10 percent conversion rate that Joshua Smith raved about, which I didn't know whether that was good or not. Right. But but. Um, actually, I actually, we've talked about this the other day. I said, I'm going to actually start a, a show. I'm going to do all the work and then transfer that knowledge to other agents because everybody poo poo Zillow. But, uh, I think we've got seven on the board right now, pending direct through Zillow this month alone. But talk about internet leads. Where are you getting your internet leads? Are, is your business sustainable without them? We, we are very heavy in internet leads. We started with Boomtown. Early on, we were one of the one of their first clients, and, and that was probably late 2009. And so we built this site over the years. So our boom, our primary, we have four Boomtown platforms now, by the way. But our, our original one has a lot of organic traffic to it now because of all the blogging and right. you know just all the linking, backlinking, and all these things. But we still use. Um, you know, Boomtown's digital marketing internet lead generation program. We've tested a few so others. So that's pay-per-click, correct, for our audience? Yeah. Okay, so give us an example on a pay-per-click basis. You know, what uh, what does that look like? What What's your spend? What's your ROI? What's your conversion? Well, we, um, we're dividing it up. We're testing out another service um, that is doing just Google pay-per-click ads against so we're running the two campaigns side by side against boomtown's digital ad campaign uh and this other company to see and we're going to run a 90-day uh test to see which one does better conversion but right now boomtown is kicking their butt really and, and it's interesting you know boomtown has a uh you know it's everybody's trying to come in at a lower cost per lead oh sure and and challenge that but what i mean boomtown brings in the pinnings so um, Boomtown right now is strong for us. Uh, Zillow is uh, strong for us. And I, I'm with you. I don't really get all this negativity over Zillow because there's so much opportunity there. And, you know, Gary Vee always says, go where the eyeballs are. Well, what's the real estate website that has all the eyeballs? It sure as hell isn't mine. I know. I mean, it's so, it, <laughs> I wish and that's it were, but it isn't. <laughs> Yeah, let me just sit back and hope that Zillow gets in some kind of a scandal where the government shuts them down. Or let me just ride the slide and make as much money as I can in partnership with them. Um, well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with sure, you. I don't get you know, I mean, people you see all over Facebook now, these flipping feeds that come through. Zillow's a joke and you shouldn't buy them and they're ruining our industry. Well, we ruined our own industry, let's just be honest, because of our forefathers that had no foresight and just kept doing the same shit over and over and over. Zillow saw an opportunity and they came in and really it was an opportunity that Realtor.com started with and then Zillow kicked their butts. And but but I see those ads and it upsets me, right? Because it's the it's the person playing on the fear factor of an agent that may be struggling. Maybe they tried Zillow and didn't have good conversion rate because they're one person and you can't have good conversion rate if you're one person trying to be on Zillow. And right. then, they, then they come in and they have this, oh, we'll show you how to do it all. Just sign up and pay for it and blah, 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 blah. And that drives me crazy. So I comment in those and I say, Zillow rocks, blah, 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 blah. And I'll actually start to get Facebook messages from it, which I didn't intend, but that's kind of interesting as well. So, so Facebook, Google, uh, pay-per-clicks and what's a third yeah we're still blogging well, we still use youtube um for lead generation uh, we are we're just starting into this i mean right now in our industry right now i feel like one of the hottest things going on right now is home value leads so everybody going hey what's my homework right. you know, are you interested in, in if you had thoughts of selling giving your homes new value you know they take a time period strip um but you know, these home value sites, we're seeing, in some cases, 10 seller leads come in a day. I, well, um, we talked about that because I said, just put that link on every Facebook post you, you put out. And I do agree with you. The They're a little longer play, but man, you have someone's address of where they live and they're interested in their value. Um, that's not a hurry up and jump on the phone and beat them up to get them in a house like Zillow is. Zillow, you got to be very quick. That's more of a, right. hey, thanks for checking it out. If there's anything more I can do for you. And then, um, you know, just kind of maintaining that relationship through time. And then sooner or later, they're going to they're gonna be calling you when it's time to list. 
Yeah, so we have I tried to infuse this into our team and they were just pounding them. They were treating them like a, an expired lead and they were just ruining the opportunity to build rapport. So we're having to soften up our approach and just come at it from a place of help sure. and resource. And also just, I mean, it's a, you can build, I've, I've just, per, I'm personally testing it now that I'm getting back into sales. That's one of the benefits I feel because these agents go, oh, this is bullshit. It doesn't work. It's a waste of money. And then you can I'm show like, No. Yeah. I'm going to show them what I can do. And I've, I just turned on this homevalueleads.com. I've had it on for a month and I've got a database of nearly 200 people. And now I'm just sending them, I do a bomb bomb video email once a week. And I'm stripping them. And some of them are replying back and saying, hey, I'm not ready to sell. But um, I did a real estate investing kind of newsletter that I sent out. Um, and I got one response off that. So if it turns into a sale, somebody buys an $800,000 house that, that generates twenty-eight grand in a positive net gain ROI a year, I'm sitting pretty with this. And it's such a, the, the cost per oh, lead of a home value lead is very low. What, what site or what landing page are you using for that for our audience? If, if that, because this is a relatively low cost also. I mean, I think it's the, the cost monthly is, is under $300. It, it is. It's, it's very cheap. It, um, you know, it all depends on how much money you put behind your, your Facebook budget. But I specifically use, uh, I bought bold leads for my team and they're testing that out and, uh, and having um, some success with it. I'm using home value leads. It's a much more, it's a cheaper uh, mm -hmm. option, very inexpensive. The, um, you know, the home evaluation tool, the accuracy of the valuations is, is, is off, of course. It's not, uh, it's not stellar, but that creates opportunity. And that's just another one of those things. You go back to Zillow, everybody talks about how the Zillow's estimate shit and all that stuff, but it creates opportunity for a conversation. Well, no doubt about it. And that's the thing, though. If, you, if you're looking at every lead source as an immediate return, well, that's not the case. Some are, right? Zillow is going to be a more proactive, you know, I mean, when you get a call that says, I want to go see a house, that's more of a short-term play than, gee, I wonder what my home is worth now that the market's good. But, but it doesn't mean that that other, that, you know, the, the one that is a longer-term play doesn't have just as much value or more. I just think this instant gratification that realtors have, I mean, their expectations are way too high in all areas. Um, if they get an internet lead, they return the phone call. If the internet lead doesn't answer and they leave a done. voicemail, that, that's They're it. Done. They're done. They're done. And, and it's just, it's insane. Um, and I hear people all the time talk to me about internet leads are junk. It's a waste of money. It's same with Zillow and all these things. Um, and now we're moving into this home value lead conversation and if you're a new agent and you've got a limited amount of money to spend, you can't afford Zillow, I would definitely be going this route. But Tom Ferry made a very good point at the summit uh, this month uh, in Anaheim about the LTV of the lead, the lifetime value of a lead. You know, maybe it, just because they don't want to buy right now doesn't mean that there is not a lifetime value to that relationship. I agree a thousand percent. And speaking of the Tom Ferry Summit, I was not able to come this year. I know you were large and in charge there, um, always kind of being that pass through of the knowledge that you gained. So drop something on us. What was what was one of your one or two of your biggest takeaways? How about this? Maybe a takeaway for a newer agent and maybe a takeaway for somebody that's been in real estate for a while, uh, maybe looking to build a team or maybe looking to transition to an independent brokerage or a team. I got so many takeaways out of uh, of this summit. It was a really, really good summit. Let me, let me, let me ask got, real quick. Let me just, yeah. because this just came to me. Do you think yeah. it, because I know in the past, we don't always feel that way. Do you think it's because you went there with more intent? Like more intent of taking in information that you can then share rather than just trying to absorb it all yourself? Oh, I'm sure. Because I'm I'm looking through this lens of content and and learning and sharing. The whole reason I'm there is to learn so that I can share. Yeah. And in turn, it helps me learn a heck of a lot more. Right. It, it increases my retention rate. But Tom said, this is, I, I, I did a bunch of quotes, uh, infographics with quotes from a lot of the speakers. But Tom said, the, the world is not shifting. It has shifted. And what he was talking about there was content creation in terms of, using your cell phone to be a digital marketing expert and just to stop contemplating the ROI of it and just get started because the future of our industry is agents that know how to market themselves. 
And there is the beautiful part about it right now is there's a lot of market share for content creation in our industry, but it's not going to be that way forever. No, no, you know, there's not, not you know, the people that are the early adopters are going to, um, you know, be these mega agents, have the market share of the audience, command of the audience, you know, in the not so uh, distant future. So the time is really now to get started. And the only way to get good at it is quantity. So quantity is going to create quality. You are going to suck. You're going to look stupid. And it's okay. Like you said earlier, though, the audience is okay with that. They're not looking for a mega production from you. They're just looking for real raw truth. Yeah, as long as you're not the agent that goes, hey, my name is Jason Will with JWE. If you're going to buy looking to buy or sell, please give me a call, 251-583. I mean, as long as you're not Don't doing that. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, you, you've got to, there is a, there's a few, there's three key elements to this. You've, you've got to have a value proposition of the content you're creating. So you need to ask yourself, does this content bring value to anybody? Not, um, not to it, you, to who's watching. That's right. It's, and you've got to be authentic. And you got to be consistent. If I tell these agents, I'll tell them out here in just a bit when we start our training that if you're going to do a piece of content a month, then you're not ready. You know, you've got to be cranking it out or you need to stay on the sidelines until you're ready to go all in. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of where all this has come from, right? I mean, again, when, when we went to Gary V, uh, Agent 2021. You know, uh, awesome event and being with the Tom Ferry crew, being able to go to dinner with him and, and just kind of really watching him absorbing everything that went on. You know, the, what, what the first thing Gary said is you better get on your fucking phone. It's free. It costs you nothing. Don't whine about in five years when somebody else in your office is kicking your butt that's brand new because you were unwilling to change. And, and even with our newspaper ad, he said, throw that in the trash. Go all in on video, which obviously we've done. I mean, we're creating content left, right, and center, and now we've got this beautiful place set up. Shout out to uh, to Luke and and uh, uh, Chris and Taylor for helping me with this. But you know, and you're doing the same thing. And 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 again, that goes back to that coaching. So many of the people that we coach with across the country are doing this. So it's funny to me because in our Facebook feeds, we feel like everyone's doing it because we're friends with all of these people that are all doing it. But then if you step outside of that, there's not many people doing it. So the time is now. You're right. It, it really is. And the other thing was just there was a, uh, a keynote speaker that Tom hired that closed out some. And his name was Matthew Ferrara. I think is his name. I can find it. It's in my notes. But um, he was talking about how we make a mistake by having an adversarial relationship with the lead. And one of the trends I'm seeing in our industry right now is team leaders removing or not allowing their team members to use the term lead. They're changing it to consumer or, you know, future friend or family Wait, member. How about this? Like that. How about people? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's something adversarial in the nature of that term lead, at least in the way that we used it. For sure. Like, oh, we got to get on the phone and talk to this butthole. You know, this, this guy is going to be unhappy that I'm calling. Um, and Matthew made a very good quote, uh, point. We are in an industry. It's very unique, the industry we're in. Because at the end of the transaction, we have the opportunity to make a friend, a lifelong relationship. And what other industry do you do that with? I mean, we've got, you know, vendors that come into these offices and do things. They install things or right. fix things and they're gone. Right. Um, our people, we have this opportunity to, to build these long lasting, really meaningful and fulfilling relationships with. And that was a kick in the face. I mean, it really was. It was like, you know what? We need to get our act together. Yeah. Um, we had our, um, Jay Abram even talked about it. So there was Jay, he brought Jay Abram in and Jay Abram was like, listen, you guys, got to realize you're the transformer of lives. Yes. The things that we do, the services we offer oftentimes are transformational, whether that be somebody um, being able to achieve the American dream or to get out of a bad situation, divorces, there's yeah. all these things financial. So those were really big takeaways. And I think if we go back to that point of realtors expectations being too high and needing instant gratification, some of the people listening to this podcast will go, well, where's the nuggets? Like, where's the new, where's the new dot com? The where's the new the secret tool? Work. Yeah. The nuggets are in like, the work and the nuggets are in servicing people from your heart, not from your pocketbook. That's right. It's a mindset thing. It really isn't anything that you're going to swipe a card for or write a check for. 
I mean, look, I started in real estate when the market sucked. All I did were buyers. And because at that time, nobody could sell their house anyway. All I did were buyers, you know, and, and some of those buyers still to this day are very good friends of mine, very good friends of my family. You know, my wife moved here from from out of the area from four hours away. And from some of those first transactions, the wives of the gentleman that I was working with has become very good friends with my wife. And that's the beauty of our business. And I think you're right, is that, look, transactions don't equal relationships, right? Great transactions equal relationships. And the only way you have a great transaction is if you really care about the people, not about the check. You know what I used to hate? You go to the title company when you close outside of your office, and they hand you that package, and they put your check on top. And I got to a point, and this was early on, I said to the lady afterwards, don't give me my freaking check in front of the consumer. Mail it to me. I mean, I'm not driving it to the bank anyway. Mail it to me. I don't even want them to associate that. I'm going to take a check and be all smiley and shit. No, it's about the relationship. And, and I just, you're right. Immediate gratification. I mean, that's what our world is based on, right? I mean, grab your phone, you're there. But, but that's not what relationships are based on. You, a marriage isn't based on immediate gratification. That's a date. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's it's weird for people that are in a like, that teach people and coach agents to say this, but you know I say it all the time. Lower your freaking expectations. Whether it's picking up the phone and calling a lead, or going and sitting in a power lunch, or to a seminar at the board, or a real estate conference, they're just expecting to get these magic bullets. Well, this um, this is a shout out to John Sheplak because I think this is something he shared with me, and I know you've heard it. That stands out to me over and over and over and over and over is. Detach from the outcome and attach to the process. Attach mm-hmm. to the process. If you know you're doing the right thing over and over and over and over, you're going to get a payoff from that. You're going to get that that those 100 leads you don't like are going to turn into 10 that buy homes or, or that sell homes. So I think that one's so huge. And I apply that to so much in life, right, whether it's going to the gym. I mean, you know, going on a diet. People go on a diet and in three days they stop because they haven't lost any weight yet. You've got to continue to do it. And you're right. They want that instant gratification. And maybe that's just the nature of human society at this point, but it is not a function of being a realtor. Yeah, you're really going to struggle, I think, in, in the state of our industry right now, if you're looking for an immediate payoff to everything you do. So it, it, these are agents that are playing the short game versus the long game. Um, another great point from the summit was Creating an experience. We heard a lot of the speakers talking about creating an experience for buyers or sellers. You know, as the brand, their brand not being a logo, it being an experience that is provided. So what experience are you providing? And so I went back to my team and I was like, what's our experience? I mean, what what are we really right, providing? Right. We think um, we're, we think we're doing great, but are we really providing a great experience? Yeah. So I've started calling every one of our I've done this two months straight now, um, calling every one of our uh, past clients just from our team and just saying, hey, thank you so much for doing business with us. Did the, did, the, did my team member take great care of you? And is there any loose ends from the closing we need to wrap up? And that's been huge. Yeah. Just the fact huge. that you call. And, well, look, look, here's a guy that's got how many agents total all across the board underneath? Uh, we have about 145 agents. Okay. And you're just for our audience, he's calling the team because he has a team model and a brokerage. So you're calling the team transaction closings, but still this vested in that business and in that team. So, I mean, hats off to you for that, because I'm, you know, I, I don't know that everybody would do it. Well, I know that not everyone would do it. Um, I don't even know that I would do it. I, I might have someone on my team do it. But I also recognize that I have to get back to that experience. I've been really deep lately on. And I think we're giving nuggets as we're sharing this stuff. Right. Because there is no golden nugget. I mean, do you know the value in writing someone a handwritten card? Off the charts. Yet agents right. will do open houses every Sunday. They'll get a bunch of people to sign in, and then they do nothing with that. And they go, well, open houses don't work. No, you don't work. The, the work isn't the open house. That's just part of the process. The work is the next morning sitting down and figuring out where these people live and sending them a handwritten card and saying, thank you so much for coming and saying hello. If, you can, if there's anything I can ever do for you, don't hesitate. And you drop a card in there. That's huge. And so I've started to do that. And, and again, another nugget on listing appointments. 
when they schedule the appointment, we send them a handwritten card. Thank you for inviting us into your home. When we leave the listing appointment, thank you for the opportunity to come into your home. If we don't get the listing, we still send them one. Yeah, thank that's you for good. the opportunity, and, and we wish you the very best, and we mean it. So all yeah, these little that. things, these are process-driven things that, again, I think the, new, the newer agents, and look, we're not trying to beat up on them, right? I mean, they see the finished product, and they're like, oh, I can do that, but they don't realize all the work behind it. You know, I, I talked about that last night when we were messaging, the finished product syndrome. You know, people see you on a billboard, and they go, oh, oh, oh look at him, he's on a billboard, and blah, 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 blah. They don't know all the work, all the phone calls you're still making today. Yeah. I've gotten really bad about that. Uh, maybe over delegating, um, leaning too much on automation. Uh, that was another great point from uh, the success summit was it's, it's the, the, the really the gold is found in the things that you can't automate, the actions and the activities that can't be automated. So that was a really, really good point. But, um, you know, I had gotten so focused on just, you know, um, just on this journey of being a student and learning as much as I can so that I could share it, but, um, and found fulfillment in the coaching and the training. But as you said, I did have a real estate team back at home that was like, Hey, don't forget about us. Right, I mean, right. we're the reason, we're the reason you can right. afford the plane ticket. Um, <laughs> and so I had to really, uh, I had some, I've had some people, uh, some high turnover here lately. I've lost a hundred thousand dollars plus of income from team members that have recently gone independent. Um, and, and a lot of that is comes back on me and not, and being disconnected, just letting my sales manager run everything and, and let me go, you know, do my thing. Um, so I've, I've been kind of grounded by these uh, recent experiences. But, but I want our audience to just reflect on that right there. Right. So here he is, you know, this gentleman who's humble, humble, hungry, honest, which I think are three huge characteristics. And he's still self-reflecting on, you know, these people that left, not, you know, oh, yeah, well, good luck. But what could I have done better? What could I have done different? And you're right. You know, I hear that, too. Man, you're gone a lot. And uh, you, you try to temper that. You, you know, it, it depends, I think, where you're at inside of your business. There's a lot of layers to what we do. Uh, tell us about, well, I mean, let's just talk about Momentum University, because first of all, you're you're a badass. I mean, truly, you're a badass for not. It doesn't even matter what becomes of this. The fact that you just it was your vision. You grabbed it by the bull by the horns and you went with it. And you didn't ask. Hey, you didn't say to me, hey, Johnny, do you think this is a good idea? You and Diana had a vision and you're rocking it. And so I'm really proud of you for that. I mean, I think that in itself is way bigger than anyone realizes. So, but tell us about Momentum University. Who's going to be speaking? A little bit about, you know, why do these agents that are listening need to be at Momentum University? Well, and, and Momentum University started out from just, you know, understanding the great need for education in our industry. And, um, you know, the, the agents that need people to transfer skills. They need people to, to, to help them to do a little handholding, but providing resources. So I'm a real estate conference junkie. I was at, um, went to Grant Card <laughs> I went to Grant Cardone's 10 X conference in Vegas in February of this year. And, you know, one of the things I love about going to conferences is I have, I have a notebook and whether it's provided by the, the conference or I bring one, it's just being in that immersive training environment. I start getting ideas and I'm writing down ideas all the time of things. I'm taking notes from the speakers, but they're also inspiring quotes that I'm going to come out with and, and, and new ventures that I'm going to try. So I had this wacky idea. We're going to, I'm going to have my own conference. Um, and part of the thing was, you know, that, that was at, that was 10 X two, 10 X one. I think he had, I don't know. It was a low number of people. It was like a thousand people. At this one, he had over 10,000. Oh my gosh. So I had some crazy idea. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. But I wanted it to, the design of the conference was to be really no holds barred. I hear a lot of people leave real estate training events and they got nuggets, but they didn't really, they, there was something missing from the practicality of the knowledge they gained. They didn't know how to implement it. So it was an implementation issue. Uh, maybe the speakers were holding a little back. And my whole goal with this is like, I want just no holds barred, no filter. I want you to share everything you're doing. 
if you're going to hold something back because you're afraid there's a competitor to the audience, then you're not going to be invited back. Um, it's it's that kind of thing. It's it's uh, I want I want it to be really a community as well, where um, like you said, it, 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 everything is relative. So you're sending a handwritten note before a listing appointment and after a listing appointment. Well, I want to reach out to people before they come to this conference and go, hey, what do you want to hear? What's important to you? What are your needs in your business right now? And then after they leave, go, hey, thanks for coming. Um, what can we do better? Can what we do did better? you learn? You know, investing in these. So Momentum University is going to be a website where um, there's hopefully we can build a community of people that are sharing and helping each other grow through their own experiences and just paying it forward. There, that's one of the things I love about the real estate industry is there is a strong pay it forward you know, mantra and, and people that live and breathe that in our industry. And I wouldn't be where I am today without people like KW, people like Ben Kenny and people that were investing in me through webinars and had no idea the impact they were having on me. And that's the impact I feel like I have a responsibility to have through others. And that's what this momentum platform is all about. So I don't need to ask you your passion because I think everybody just witnessed your passion because did everyone notice how much closer he got to the camera? Like this is his passion. <laughs> and, and, you know, I always wonder, you know, what moves people, you know, what keeps him, um, you know, selling, you know, he's got this wonderful business that you could probably step away from and be so sustainable, but you're still diving into it deeper and deeper because it's your passion. And I think that uh, it's a great place to live in that freedom of not worrying about what people think. And then also th that passion, that passion place, because it comes from the heart when it's your passion. So who, who do we have for speakers? Give us like your, your top three, top five, or name them all, whatever you want to do. I don't care. And what are the dates? And we're going to have a link here for our audience so that they can get their tickets because it is going to be dynamite. Awesome. Yeah, so our big headliner speakers are Mr. Tom Ferry is coming on Thursday to speak. He's going to open the event on Thursday. Um, Tom Bilyeu is our second big name speaker. And if you, you don't know anything about Tom Bilyeu, I mean, it, he's just a mindset annihilator. He just, it, people with the, people that put these boxes around their ways of thinking, he just, he crushes that. So I'm really excited for him. We've got John Chiplack who's coming. John's, um, John's awesome. And Sharon. So those are nice. our top four uh, folks. But we've got a lot of other people that are going to be speaking, you included. But we've got like Tom Tool, Jill Biggs, um, we've got Gary Glover from KW, some really some script like savants, you, you know, better hand out Kleenex, bro. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. I, <laughs> and, you know, and I, I'm so excited for what you're going to share and just showing, you know, it's all about overcoming adversity and getting rid of the excuses and focusing on results and just, you know, staying in that place of, uh, of momentum. So, um, you know, we're really excited about it. Every panel, every speaker, it's just all about value. I don't think there's going to be any part of this conference where somebody goes, eh, that, right. that speaker was just okay. I think everybody's going to freaking bring it. The other cool thing about it is this is in New Orleans. It, it's, it's happening at the same time as French Quarter Fest. Uh -oh. So <laughs> I tell you, it, it goes back. I can, better, I'll never forget. The, se I, the second day, you better start at noon, not, not nine. <laughs> Yeah, we're, it's gonna it's gonna Thursday and Friday. It rolls into the weekend. But when we were designing this, um, I started thinking about some experiences I've had in my mentorship world, where I'd go to a conference or a mastermind. I went to one uh, specific event in Austin, Texas, and I'll never forget. I was kind of the small fish around these heavy hitters, people that were making you know literally millions of dollars net. Uh, in the real estate businesses, and I just ponied up the money to pay for the ticket and the plane ticket and to go and found myself in a pool hall drinking a beer with guys that were just vomiting knowledge, okay. some of the knowledge that has helped me get to where I am today. And I thought, wow, so, you know, we could be in the French Quarter, um, you know, eating some crawfish pies and drinking some Abita beer and talking to each other about hey what's the most profound thing that's made the biggest difference in your business that's what i'm really really excited about is the masterminding and the networking that's going to happen throughout the weekend 
So I'm pumped. Well, I'm pumped too because New Orleans is one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, you know, I've been blessed to to be in this thoroughbred industry from a racehorse uh, standpoint, and one of our best horses, Chocolate Ride, has won like seven graded stakes in at the track in New Orleans, and we oh, went wow. for every one of them. And so I've literally been there seven, eight, nine, ten times, and and I do want to share with everybody: New Orleans is an awesome place, right? Uh, there people sometimes go oh is it okay is it safe it, that place is awesome uh i'm not going anywhere at 2 a.m so anywhere that's right right i'm not going i'm not going into flynn at 2 a.m i'm not going into the d at 2 a.m and i'm not going out in new orleans at 2 a.m but otherwise i mean that that's a beautiful place i'm really happy that you chose that venue i just wish it was during racing season because then we could have taken everyone to the races <laughs> yeah that would be awesome <laughs> hey what are the dates all right so yeah that's right it's april 11th and 12th 2019 Awesome. Uh, the hotel is going to honor your discounted conference rates through the weekend to encourage everybody to enjoy French Quarter Fest. Um, if, if anybody doesn't know, French Quarter Fest is one of the largest outdoor free. It's a free outdoor concert event. And so they set up these stages all throughout the French Quarter. And where there's a stage, there's food. And they have, I mean, like crawfish, nachos, you know, I mean, just Awesome amazing stuff. Cajun food. Yeah, so you're going to eat a lot. And uh, I'm going to follow Shep Black around and see what he eats. <laughs> yeah, well, when he travels, he usually eats pretty bad, but you know he'll be in the gym early, early oh, on. I know that. I know that. Uh, for, for our VIP uh, ticket holders, we do have a private mastermind with Shep Black. Uh, so lunch will be served, and then Sharon is going to do one um, as well. Sharon's going to be doing his listing presentation mastermind during one of the lunches. And I have not witnessed that in person, but I've heard that is badass. Well, he's so, badass. Yeah. I mean, that cat, we had him for our team retreat last year uh, via Zoom, just like we are. And everybody was like jaws on the floor. I mean, he's just, first, he's a great guy. You know, and again, I think you could look at all these people in our sphere. Good people, first and foremost. Um, you know, ego is left at the door, and they just lead with their heart. And But he is, a, I mean, that is a smart ass man i mean he well i smart. you know i got punched in the I, i'm a big chris smith fan and uh um, oh, yeah he knocked you I out i really hope <laughs> he did that's he okay did. though punched, that's okay though i i well i needed it you know because we were about to hire uh we were going after gary v you know it was right. like go big go home gary v was going to cost us 150 grand plus five grand so he could bring his videographer so 155 grand sorry gary. um <laughs> yeah and uh um, you know, I was just, I had the googly eyes because part of our contract is every speaker has to come on my podcast. Well, and, and, and we had just left, uh, agent 2021 with Gary. So you've already got that kind of like, Oh, I got to get more. I got to get more. I got to get more. Yeah. I mean, who, you can't get enough of Gary B, no. but, uh, yeah. So Chris Smith brought me down to earth. He really humbled me. Uh, we ended up, um, we had the whole Gary B contract just about all finalized, um, you know, talk to his people like the next day and said, Hey, we're out maybe next year. They were fine with it. Um, but I ended up talking to Sharon shortly after that. And my confidence was really low because Chris Smith was like, who the hell do you think you are? Right. I mean, you're in La La Land. You're a crazy guy. He really asked me, he goes, are you all there mentally? Like, do you realize what you're doing? He, he had just come off an event. I think he had lost 300 grand off an event that he had started. So, um, I really appreciated uh, the the truth, the truth and honesty. It, it, but hearing that from a mentor, it does hurt. Um, I've been a fan of Chris's. I mean, Chris is one of those guys like Ben Kitty who's had a profound impact on me. I mean, I, I, I love the guy. Um, but I talked to Sharon. I said, Sharon, what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? And Sharon I, I, doesn't know me from Adam. Right. But accepted my call, did a Zoom call like this with me and said, Jason, as long as you, he asked me the question, he said, what is your intent with this? Is it, to make, is it some kind of get rich quick scheme or is this to make our industry better and to invest in others? And I just gave him the same spiel I gave you a, a few minutes ago. And he goes, then we're fine. This is all going to work out. And I was like, oh, but it is still nerve wracking because it's, it's, you know, our budget for this event is about uh, $400,000. So uh, well, hey, and you hear that, guys. Look, you've got a humble man who's working hard to serve people, also to improve our industry. So please support him, right? I mean, tell us again what it's costing you to put on this event. Your budget. Uh, 
Yeah, so we're looking at between the hotel, food, speakers, the venue. People don't think about even the AV. I mean, just having the video run and having a live feed and having everything recorded throw so that a, we throw can. Throw us a number. It, it's easily uh, in, in the half million dollar range. So come support this guy, Momentum University. Support the speakers. Um, he's bringing great speakers. He's bringing great value. Um, you're, you're going to have a great time. New Orleans is awesome. And uh, I just want to thank you, brother man, for, for who you are. Um, you, you know, you're always somebody that through Facebook I can look up to. I can steal some nuggets from. And I appreciate you sharing all of those nuggets with us today. How can we find you on Facebook and Instagram? Well, I, after you got, about 20, 80, you got about 86 Facebook accounts. So yeah, it's best just to Google Jason Will Realtor. That would probably be a good start. But I have a, a blog page that I started at jasonwill.com. It's a way you can interact with me directly there. Momentum University is momentumuniversity.com. We are soon going to be launching a content portion of that site. So there will awesome. be free content on that site. There will be a premium um, content section on that site, but it's just going to be like 99 bucks a year for anybody that wants to use it and enjoy it. So we're looking at it from a cost-effective way for agents to get like on-demand coaching if they need it right. through recorded sessions without having to go in and hire a coach for 500 bucks a month or a thousand bucks a month. I'm not, poop, you know, I'm not pooping on that break because right. I but, have but multiple they're not, coaches. But they're not there yet, maybe in their career, or or, yeah. or maybe they just want some uh, little uh, nugget on a specific thing, and they don't need to hire a coach for that. They can just dive into how do I convert more pay per clicks. It's all the time. You can send me a Facebook message; I will respond to it, and it can be a question about anything related to real estate. I'm never going to say, "Ooh, I'm." I don't. I came from this world where everything was close to the best, and we didn't share secrets. But once I got into this world of collaboration and out of this world of competition, my whole world changed and opened up. Don't you think that's why teams have exploded? Because it is about the collaboration as a, as opposed to the competition. It's it's more about everyone together in an office rather than sticking people in all different corners and wishing them the best of luck. With that said, brother man, I love you. Thank you so much. I want to thank everyone for listening to this. Uh, please like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever the heck you need to do to make sure that you're able to hear our content and all the wonderful people like Jason Will that we bring on. Uh, Jason, thank you so very much. You're a wonderful man, a wonderful leader, and I just really, really appreciate you having me on. I love you, brother. Hey, thank you so much for the opportunity. You got it, real Peace. See you.